T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're with us, 303 in the nation's capital. Just a couple of conversations. I walked over to the uh, dark side, uh, a.k.a. 106.7 The Fan, and Danny was like, looked at me, said, hey, what's up? He goes, I'm doing a rooster. I'm pulling out my sword. And I'm chopping and carving people up today. I said, what are you doing? Because he's working solo. Grant's uh, not here. And he said, I'm telling everybody how wrong it is that Josh Harris is conducting these interviews, and he goes through a list of owners. He's like, could you imagine if David David Tepper was doing this? David Tepper, I, I don't know. Maybe David Tepper did do it. I I don't know. You so know, last agree, year, I have no idea. If you don't want to agree what the dark side is doing, then uh, come on, listen to us. Yeah, you know? exactly. We, we have intelligence. Well, <laughs> I, that duly noted, Matt said that, not me. Okay. Um <laughs> But I, I would say this again. I can understand as to, to go back to the start of the show for you just joining us, just getting in your car, just whatever. I understand concern, but again, my mantra here is: a, it's his first combine. One, two. They hope to never be in the top five anytime soon, and hope to not need a quarterback anytime soon if they get this one right. And then the other part of it. And this is just the more like human being side of it is you could have two guys that grew up in the area, grew up diehard fans of the team, somehow stepped in enough poop and came out smelling like roses to buy the team. And yet for all of the similarities that they have can be two totally different people. And maybe that's a leap of faith. Ironically on leap day, but that's just how I'm choosing to kind of look at it. And I hope, I hope I'm right. I don't know if I'm right, but I hope I'm right. All right, back to your calls uh, at 301-230-0980. We'll get to Dr. Sabah in a sec. But first, Sean, calling from Cincinnati on the Odyssey app at Xavier University. What's up, Sean? How are you? I'm good, Chris. Thanks. Uh, just two non-commander things uh, real quick. First, you need help breaking anybody's legs. You know I got your back. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Number two, I want to shout out, um, basically at Xavier, if the basketball team makes 10 threes in a game, we get free Chick-fil-A. And there's a walk-on on the Xavier team who's the only other person at Xavier with a mullet. So we're mullet brothers. And he hit the 10th 
three last night, so we get sixth place. I want to shout out Brad real quick. Um, but then on to the commander stuff. I just think it's, I think it's, it's not surprising, but it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I get it. You were scarred from Snyder, but people are thinking of it in a way that nobody said Josh Harris is has the final say or he's making the decision. He's there to spectate. He spent six billion dollars on this team what do you like and a good analogy that i was thinking of when i was um, listening earlier was that and i i am don't let me like i'm extremely grateful and aware of how lucky i am but my dad pays for my college tuition and he checks up on me and my grades very regularly because he's checking on his investment that's the same thing with josh harris he's checking on his investment He's not telling them what to do. He's not making the final say, and he's not forcing draft picks like our old buddy Dan did. But for the love of God, people, like I know there's not a lot going on right now, but take a deep breath and relax. He spent $6 billion. If one of us spent the equivalent of $6 billion to like a regular person, we would be inspecting every single detail and aspect of whatever it was a house, a car, whatever it was. So people just need to take a deep breath, relax, like have some awareness here and stop dooming this team and our future because, oh, the owner is – there's no way we could possibly have an owner who's not a complete idiot. Like it's a different – it's a new Dan Washington. He's checking up on his investment. Obviously, I understand the hesitation – but the amount of backlash and things I'm seeing on social media is so unwarranted, and it's just ridiculous. Well, like, you I know, Sean, it's, it, it's a great call, and, and it's, it's a strong vantage point as well. And overall, you're right. And here's one, one way I would go just further with what you're saying. Not only does he have a right, and if I spent $6 billion or whatever to be involved or to observe or, or to check on your investment or whatever, but again, there is a way. There is a way – for you to be involved without being involved. Like there is a yeah, way for fair. you to like ask the right questions to maybe notice something that maybe somebody else didn't notice and bring that up to your key decision makers without being an ass. Right. Yeah. And that's the whole point of what I started the show with two hours ago is again, you can have two guys with similar backgrounds, similar everything. And yet they're two completely different people. And, 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 yeah. and again, a best real-life scenario that I come up with is, um, you know, um, and, I, I, and I can't remember. I, I mean, obviously, I met you and your dad at the Army-Navy game. Do you have, uh, you have other siblings? I can't remember. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I have three older sisters. Okay, three older sisters. Okay, so here's the perfect scenario, right? Let's just use them, for example. I don't know how old they are, but they're older than you. You had three yeah. older sisters from the same from the same parents, I assume, right? Yeah. Okay. Three older sisters from the same parents, same household, same, you know, pretty much everything. They yep. each couldn't be very, very, very different in terms of their personalities, in terms of their professions, in terms of their oh, interests, yeah. in terms of their desires, in terms of what makes them tick, all of that. And yet they're from the same people and the same family and the same household and the same everything in a lot of ways. So that's my comparison. Like Dan Snyder and Josh Harris have some similarities. Yes, they do. They're both owners of the team that they grew up rooting for. 
And hopefully, yeah. and I think that's where the similarities end. Yep. Definitely. Right. Thanks, and and uh, same thing for day. your sisters. Right. Your sisters could be very different, even though they're from the same background. And that's the point. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate you. Good. Uh, good call. As always. 309 team 980. We keep it rocking. Um, one thing before I forget to uh, throw uh, this out um, that I had on my list. Jason Wright was. A guest of Grant and Danny yesterday, so I want to be fair. We had Grant on yesterday. He called this, um, there was a bunch of things that I took from the interview. He called this the most diverse and most loyal fan base in the NFL. And I wondered what he meant by, I mean, obviously, duh, most loyal. He's saying, look, we put you through hell. They put you through hell. And somehow you're still standing and you're still here and you're still passionate and you still care and we still need you and we're still trying to welcome you back with open arms as best we can and make money at the same time. So I understand that. But most diverse, did he mean, did he mean most diverse in terms of like, you know, uh, we we have the, the most fans, black, white, uh, you know, Native American, uh, uh, Hispanic, is that what he meant or most diverse in terms of like what like jobs or where you're from or like I didn't know what he meant by that and I was curious as to what people thought about that and 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 does that matter maybe he means just as simple as we have three municipalities if you will that we can draw from our fan base People in Northern Virginia are very different than people in Southern Maryland and PG County. People in D.C. are very different than, you know, again, people in Loudoun County, right? Is that what he means? Or does he mean, like, literally diversity as in, you know, the color of one's skin or origin or, uh, you know, a bloodline or, you know, whatever? I, I don't know. And I don't know if anybody... You know, probably nobody even caught that because it, there was nothing controversial. I just didn't know what he meant by that or what people thought about that. And, and I don't know. I do know that their data, right, at one point showed that mo more of their fans, more of their season ticket holders were in Northern Virginia than in D.C. or Maryland. And I think Monumental has, has tossed out some of those numbers similarly as well, that most Caps and Wizards fans live in Northern Virginia. And maybe that's because of the size of the population. I don't know. I don't know enough about these things. I'm, t I'm just telling you, I don't know. But I, I, was, I was curious about what he meant by that. Not, not taking umbrage or anything like that. I was just curious what he meant by that. Um, there were a bunch of other things that Jason Wright mentioned yesterday. There have been a bunch of other things that Dan Quinn has mentioned throughout the week in various interviews. Again, we kind of, you know, we're talking about what he meant by the one word association with the junks. I want to get to some of that stuff uh, more tomorrow because we didn't, we didn't know we were going to talk about Josh Harris participating in interviews until this morning when Schefter reported what he reported. And again, I think the biggest part of this is that he's they're interviewing six quarterbacks or that he participated in. He didn't just participate in Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels.
He participated in six quarterback interviews, which tells me, which Dan Quinn and Adam Peters have both indicated this week, you just have to be listening, and you just have to not have your mind made up, and you just have to not have a one-track mind like so many of you do. They've told you over and over again the decision is not made, one, which it shouldn't be, two, that they are open to everything, that they are examining all options. And you can say, well, every team says that. And to some degree, yeah, every team says that. But the track record, the history of Adam Peters is very, very indicative of just that. I'll get more into that as we go. Again, I was going to do that as my main thing today, but we pushed it off because of the Josh Harris stuff. The track record is pretty damn indicative that he is open to more than just a quarterback at number two and more than just taking the best option, whether he, you know, even if he doesn't love, 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 love a guy. 301-230-0980. Let's get to uh, Dr. Sabah is with us. Sorry, Doc, I kind of forgot about you there at the bottom of my screen. How are you? That's okay, Christopher. You are worth the wait. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you to say the check is in the mail. All right. Just don't make it rubber. I don't like them suckers that bounce all over town now. No. You're going to be able to buy some nice filet. Some nice filet. All right. All right. Well, good. I, I, I listening, I kind of got stirred up a little bit. Uh, first of all, um, the, the real quick on the Quinn thing, one thing he never said about in, any three of them was franchise quarterback or not even the word quarterback. So that worries me. I don't give a crap about athletic, game changer, D.C. None of that means anything. Mm. Are they a quarterback? And that's, that's most important. Now, another thing that's upsetting me about the Josh Harris thing has nothing to do with him um, sitting in the interviews. The elephant in the room is he is not taking care of this losing our identity. That's what's going to bring a lot of fans back, including me and all, all in. Not winning. It's the identity. I need more identity. There's no reason. You said something yesterday. That I think a caller said, why can't we be called the Warriors? Of, oh, no, we can't have any Native American connotation. Yeah, we can. We got the Chiefs and we got the Braves. I thought the whole point about the Redskins was that the non-Native Americans insisted that it was a racist name, which it is not. So why can't we be named the Natives and have the new arena called the Reservation? And let's go to it and bring back our identity, and then I'll be all in. All these the team telling me to get season tickets. I'm not doing nothing until I get my identity back. Wait, wait a second. So, so your, your identity words. has now moved from Redskins, which you've kind of given up, but you want still that Native American heritage uh, ideology? Is, is that what yeah, I'm no, picking up I here? I definitely want Redskin, but if you can't do Redskin, you don't change who I am. You don't, if I'm a girl and you don't like the name Denise, you can't name me, you know, Harry. That's a guy's name. You see what I'm saying? So... The, I don't want our identity yeah, change. But, but, all right, so let me double down, though. So, you, uh, again, we've okay. talked about this before. Pete and I used to argue about this like crazy. I was right. He was wrong. Yeah. 
When Marquette University mm-hmm. faced opposition for years after years, decades, about their name mm-hmm. Warriors, which I understand the Golden State Warriors have, and I, I get that. What? But they've changed their their logo and their and their their you know, their labeling and whatever their marketing slogans yeah. time and time and time again to not offend anybody or to try not to offend it. But when Marquette University finally gave up gave up after years of fighting it and said, oh, we're going to go from the Warriors to the Golden Eagles because Native Americans, some, I don't know how many, were upset and no, were protesting and whatever, whatever. Why would you, if you're the Washington Commanders now, or the Washington NFL franchise, why would you change your name and still risk pissing people off? Because we shouldn't have changed in the first place. We weren't pissing anybody off. It was all Fred Smith getting back. At um, Dan Snyder, it was all the Sabah, we can't. We all know Sabah, this. We, we know Fred Smith Dude. was the straw that stirred the drink. We can't say that no, only. only we can't say that only oh, yeah. Fred Smith was was offended. If Dan Snyder owned the Chiefs, they'd be a different name now. It was all Dan Snyder with Fred Smith. You can't tell me there was some kind of uh, someone's life. One person's life got better because the name changed. Maybe if Fred Smith's life got better because he knew he got it to Dan. He gave it to Dan. So don't tell me because somebody, one person, maybe uh, we we can't we can't be the only team in America, only team in the world that can't offend one person. Well, guess what? I'm offended by the stupid c word. I'm offended that my identity got taken away. I'm offended that the team I love since I was five years old no longer exists. I'm offended, and I want Jason White out of here. Anything that has anything to do with that stupid c word out. I want no remembrances of Dan Snyder. And one thing that this Josh Harris must do is get this name fixed now. I don't care about who's on the team. I don't care about where we play. Dr. Savag cares more about the name than than even Coach Sheehan does. Absolutely. Than even Coach Sheehan does. I want the name. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you, Doc. Even though we strongly disagree, uh, you're you're always one of my favorites. And you're always welcome on this here radio program. Dr. Savag laying it down uh, hard. The C word. I mean, like, there's a connotation that normal people use with the C word, right, that is bad. Can't say it on the radio. Doc has spun it, the C word, into commanders. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, I, You know, again, the name does not bother me at all. It means absolutely nothing to me. I mean, they could call them... Uh, you know what? I'm not sure if I, I, I'm not sure if I could use this word. I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, ah, yes, okay, uh, I can. Um, so on WWE Monday Night Raw the other night, which I just watched uh, a little bit of today, uh, Becky Lynch or the Man, as she's called and referred to, uh, called. Um, who was it uh, that she was yelling at? I, I, one of the male wrestlers. Um, oh, Dominic Mysterio. A dirty kumquat. A dirty kumquat. And I, I, I thought I, I thought I knew this because I've heard this term before. A, and and the broadcaster was like, "What?" You know, like they were all like, "Ah, he did she just say what she said?" Kumquat. It's a fruit. It is an orange-like fruit related to the citruses with an edible sweet rind and acid pulp. Or, and this is according to, you know, Oxford Dictionary and whatever, the Eastern Asian shrub or small tree that yields the actual fruit. 
pretty fun that she was saying something nasty. It's a solid word that yeah. sounds, it's like moist. Yeah, exactly. Call someone moist. Yeah. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but yeah. you ain't going to like it. No, no, probably not. Anyway, I don't know why that jumped to my mind, but it did. Um, it was kind of like spurned off of the idea of the C word and, you know, all that stuff. Anyway, more of your calls coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned right here. Team 980, Doc Walker coming up at four. And for Hoffman, stay tuned for that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. help if I turn on my microphone. I can't hear in my earbuds. I don't know what's going on. Something's uh, been up all day. My earbuds have been like uh, in and out all day. So um, I uh, I didn't notice that I wasn't on the air when I said back to the phones. Oh, it would help if I actually turned on my microphone. All right, back to the phones we go. Uh, let's get to, uh, let's see here. Lap, I think, has been on hold the next longest. What's up, Lappy? How are you? Lap? Mm, I don't know if this is my headsets, but I can't hear anything out of Lap. Let's try uh, Drew in Rockville. What's up, Drew? How are you? Hey, what's happening, Chris? What's going on, Drew? Hey. Um, with Josh Harris sitting in on the meeting, mm-hmm. um, it's a non-issue. Um, you know, I, I, I can definitely understand why fans feel a certain type of way because of what we've dealt with, mm-hmm. with as fans, you know, with Daniel Snyder and the meddling and right. everything else. So, I mean, it, it's understandable that that would be the, the kind of knee-jerk reaction. Even even the reaction of, well, he's an owner, he shouldn't do it. <laughs> like, to be that, that reaction is even still kind of one of the same because you're, you're, you're kind of – Xing out the fact that brand new owner, A, um, I think I even read something where Harris even said that he would be in on, like he would sit in on certain type of meetings and certain type of things. That mm-hmm. that's something that I think he even does, like you know, in well, NBA and NHL. Yeah. So, I, that, I mean, yeah, I don't so that, know that, specifically what he does, but 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 you you know. Right, you have to know that at the very minimum, say like with the Devils or or they fight they fired Doc Rivers after last year, right? 
I mean, are, are we to believe that he did not sit in on the interview of Nick Nurse, who ultimately his general manager hired? Exactly. Yeah. And I and I think and and I think that I think that um, Peters and Quinn already know who they're going to draft. I think this is a meet the meet the new quarterback meeting. Hmm. Uh, you know. All right, so let me time. let me that's let me what, ask you this because that's interesting when you say that. I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I'm I'm interested. Uh, what mm-hmm. makes you think that they already know? I think that I think the fact that Harris is in is taking part in this is what makes me to believe that. Hmm. That's, okay, that's so I, I interpreted I it. I interpreted it a different way. <laughs> I, I interpreted it. As, hey, it's a wide open process and we we have no idea who we're going to take. I mean, we might have a lean right now towards which of the Mm -hmm. quarterbacks we like more than the other. Um, And that's fine. But I would, quite honestly, Drew, I would be really bitterly disappointed if they know already. Because that, to me, doesn't speak to doing a thorough job. Let me say, let me, let me, I'll I'll take, let me, I'll temper uh, no. I, I'll say they have a, a, a strong lean okay. to, to, to to who it is. Okay. So Harris is there to kind of do the, okay, okay, you guys are leaning toward him. All right, let me sit in. I have some questions. Let me throw some questions at, at, at some of the guys as well. And before we have this 100% lean, I just want to, you know, ask some questions, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. blah. That's you know, fair. So that, that's I, I, think I, I think that's better can, said. I think that's and, better and Chris, said. Let me throw this, Chris, let me throw this in before you mm-hmm. cut me off. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, as far as quickly when it comes to the name. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to do some quick uh, promo. Um, the, the fan base needs to listen to a gentleman named John Kane. He's Mohawk. Um, and he has a show, and unfortunately, his show is on Fridays, and it does um, come on while you're still on. It comes okay. on actually at 2 o'clock. And he broadcasts from the uh, somewhere in the Seneca Nation. Fans need to listen to him. He, this is an indi- uh, indigenous gentleman. This isn't somebody who has a certain affinity to certain, a certain party. No affinity. He hates both parties. So that this, this fan base can kind of hear on this issue of the Redskins, where, where people who actually have some real skin in the game, where they actually stand on it. Um, not talking about the polls and, and all of that stuff people who actually have skin in the game. It's time for this fan base to start listening to actual people, actual indigenous Americans who have skin in the game and that stuff isn't necessarily political for them. Um, And so I would suggest to listen to that gentleman. You can easily pull up his stuff on YouTube as well. Um, And it shows on WPFW at 2 o'clock. But the fan base needs to start listening to Thanks, Drew. I appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. I got to let you run. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea about any of that. Uh, You know, I got to be honest with you. I'm not going to listen to it because it's it's far beyond anything that I care about. Uh, Again, the 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 fight for Redskins way over. And and listen, just because a large majority of Native Americans aren't opposed to the team Redskins doesn't mean that there aren't some. 5%, 10%, 18%, 17%. Here's the good thing. We never will know because no poll is ever going to tell you the truth. Okay? No poll is ever going to reveal the truth. But here's what I do know. 
And what I'll continue to say, I mean, I, again, Redskins did not bother me. I understood the context. It was a football name. It, it, all of that stuff did not bother me one bit. But I, me, I can only speak for me. Others were bothered by it. Others were offended by it. Others were, you know, others recognized what what much smarter people than you and me said was a racist insult. I, I mean, I can't fix everything, guys. It doesn't matter if 82% of Native Americans are in favor of Redskins. What about the 18% that aren't? What about all of the writers on their soapbox that just would not shut the bleep up and would not stop over many years? I don't want to deal with that anymore. We're better than that. We're bigger than that. Please, let's concentrate on what Dan Quinn, Adam Peters, and Josh Harris are doing. Please. And that comes to commanders. And, you know, again, I've been very open with this. Commanders bothers me none. It is just a name. It's just a it's just a thing. It's just like, I don't know, uh, you know, if somebody serves you, we were talking about hot dogs earlier, right? If somebody serves you a non-all beef hot dog as opposed to an all beef hot dog. You might notice it, and you might go, but you'd probably eat it anyway because it's good. It's fine, right? It, it it's not that much different. It's it's just it's just a thing, right? I I mean I prefer my hot dogs to be a single type of meat. So if it's not all beef, then what is it? Well, it's but, all pork. Great. I mean, wait a second. You you're the guy that runs around here with a freaking uh, 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 Costco uh, sweatshirt on. Yeah. Is that an all beef hot dog that yeah. they're serving? Really? Yeah. That is for a dollar fifty. It's they've always served the Hebrew National all beef franks. That's been the whole with deal. a drink. Yeah. For a dollar fifty. It's all the beef best, hot dog. It's the best meal deal in America. Flat out. That's all why right, so I have my, a sweatshirt. So my, of so it. my question didn't work. No. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let me let me come up with something better. If um, uh, okay. Tomorrow I'm planning on bringing in lunch for everybody. Okay. Okay. Um, if it's gonna be something sausage related, sausage and pasta related. If I bring in sausage that isn't, I don't know, Johnsonville. Or whatever is another famous sausage maker. But Johnsonville is the first one that comes to my mind. Like, you're you're not gonna go, this this sucks, whatever. I mean, right? I prefer the farmer's market okay, sausage fine. you can get. Right. But but my point is is my point is is it's just a thing, right? It's it like it's it's just a brand. It's just a name. Yeah. It's just it's just a like to be as upset as Doc is, Doctor Sabal is, and about identity and all that, like I, I mean, she she has every right to believe. However, I love Doc. I just don't. I strongly am different, uh, and and it way on the other side of the aisle than her on on this particular issue. Okay, like it, just none of that stuff matters to me, right? So if if I serve you 
uh, again, a different type of sausage than Johnsonville or the farmer's market sausage. or what? You might notice a difference, but it's not like you go, I can't eat it. I can't handle it. Dirty, disgusting, run away, you know, that type of thing. I mean, At least I don't, don't think you would. Enough. Huh? If you don't cook it enough, maybe, well, but that's yeah. food poisoning. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. You dirty kumquat. I still maintain you looking that up to make sure I that just, it wasn't a curse I just, I just is saw a your, top moment I just of saw 2024 your tweet. already. I just saw your tweet. All right, let's get to a trending alert right here right now before we come back to our guy Mark in Springfield in just a couple of moments right here on the team. 980. Now, how about this story? I didn't think I would be leading the uh, 3.30 trending alert with Cowboys owner Jerry Jones must take a paternity test, according to a judge who ruled and upheld the decision, again, saying that Jones, the Cowboy owner, general manager, what have you, must take a paternity test as part of a legal dispute with a 27-year-old woman who says the billionaire Cowboy owner is her biological father. This story has been going on for a while. Alexandra Davis uh, is the woman in a question. Uh, and she sued Jones back in Dallas County in 2022. So we go back and forth on this. And Jerry Jones, again, uh, must take a paternity test to determine that he is or isn't the father of the 27-year-old woman. And for Major League Baseball, the Nationals with another win in Grapefruit League action, 3-1. to one. We told you Patrick Corbin was great. He gets his first win of the spring. Three shutout innings over the St. Louis Cardinals. And James Wood with an RBI and two hits for the Nationals. And how about this last story uh, from the Philadelphia Phillies at Citizens Bank Park? Uh, apparently, uh, they had a dollar hot dog night promotion, right? But the team has now decided eh, against it. Three, uh, they've had, um, uh, you know, dog days in April, but now they've canceled the popular promotion and replaced the dollar dog nights with a two-for-one deal at two April games at Citizens Bank Park. They said they made the change based on the organization's ongoing commitment to provide a positive experience for all fans in attendance. I don't know. Dollar hot dogs seem pretty good to me. A lot of hot dog talk today on the show. A lot of hot dog day uh, talk today on the show. Give me all the dollar hot dog nights you can get. I'll take them. Uh, back in a flash on the Team Dot Eighty. That's what's trending. Uh, so we just got some more details on why the Phillies are canceling Dollar Dog Night, Hot Dog Night. At Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, uh, which initially pissed me off. Now I understand a little bit more of why they're doing it. Uh, not because people used to come dressed up as hot dogs, which I think are pretty interesting. Uh, but apparently uh, last year, Phillies fans started throwing, uh, as they say, chucking their favorite Hatfield meat uh, around during the game. And the dogs uh, soared like cans of corn throughout the stands and onto the field. There was clogged lanes for the con on the concourse, leading to security and safety concerns because, well, who doesn't want a dollar hot dog, right? Well, the problem was is the fans weren't eating the dollar hot dogs. 
they were throwing them. I didn't remember this uh, uh, story. I mean, if I, I recall correctly, last year there was a dude that said he was going to eat a hot dog for every hit, and there happened to be like 20 plus hits over the course wow, of the game. Okay. And people just kept throwing because they realized what was going on. They were throwing hot dogs down to him from like higher levels. Mm. It was awesome, but no, I understand why they're not doing it because it gets wild. Well, here, here's the thing like, you know, usually teams that can't draw are the teams that do dollar hot dog night. And some teams, like, there's, I mean, I've been to a minor league game in Akron for the Akron Rubber Ducks for dollar beer night, whatever, right? And you said your, what, brother-in-law goes to Phillies games? Oh, or, yeah. Or, okay. Um, usually teams that can't draw people are the teams that – so, like, the Nationals will occasionally do a dollar hot dog night. Uh, I, I think they generally do it on the s- – maybe they've gotten rid of the dollar dog night and they've – Well, don't they, they also they have do that like, deal that, like, kids eat free? Well, yes. If you're they, under a certain they, age. Yes, they have that, but but they also have, like, um, dollar days or something like that where they give you, like – uh, like price cuts across the board, like on parking, yeah. on tickets, on hot dogs, on su- you know whatever. So maybe they've eliminated the dollar hot dog night, but I knew they had that for a little while. The problem with the Phillies is they actually draw people. They you know they drew over three million people last year, and some of these nights that they were having dollar dog night, like forty thousand people were coming. So you have forty thousand people trying to get dollar hot dogs, right? A, you got to keep up with the line, the demand, the craziness, what oh, have the you. the lines Le- were like an hour to yeah, get a Yeah, leading hot dog. to security issues and whatever. And then if dum-dums start throwing them, right, with ketchup on them, mustard on them, whatever on them. So I guess you can't do that anymore. You See, that's the problem with America. Can't ever do a good thing and just have people just be civilized. You know, you got a bunch of dum-dums running around drunk off their ass probably throwing hot dogs at people. Here's who's not a dumb dumb, my guy and Mark in Springfield. What's up, Mark? How are you, pal? <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You like how I led you to talk to the- led right into that, huh? <laughs> it was a pleasure to talk to the hardest working man in my sports guy. talk radio. My guy. Hey, what I want to know is, who's the orange kumquat that scheduled another hot dog night anyway if it was so bad last year? That's, that's a fair I'm point. I'm telling you. That's a fair point. I. Um, I just wanted to two things. Number one, when when someone calls somebody an orange kumquat, basically she was calling him a fruit, right. and that is an old school derogatory term for calling somebody a homosexual oh, or a gay person. I now I did not you think about it in that context. Okay. She, yeah. So you can't use any of the f words referring to gay people anyway. So basically, calling him an orange kumquat was, I guess, a politically acceptable way of calling somebody okay. fruity. I, I mean, At least that's I my did, guess. I, you know, I didn't even think about that. I was just, I was more thinking, you know, I, I knew, I knew it was a fruit, but I, I wanted to make sure because when, when, when the wrestler, the, the, the female wrestler Becky Lynch said it on Monday night. You know, it was it was like one of those things you just don't hear very often and, and probably for good reason. And maybe it's for that reason specifically. But again, that the first thing that went through my mind is, wait a second. 
is that is that word you know does does she mean it some other way or whatever and i didn't even think about it that way i meant, i thought about it in another way if you smell what i'm cooking here you know no she was she was questioning either someone's masculinity okay. or femininity one okay. or the other depending on what flavor wrestler you're talking about and the topic of the day about josh this guy this guy owns two other franchises my guess is he's never done a football one. He wanted to see what the process was. He thought it would be fun to attend. He wanted to see what you do in a football sense, as opposed to a hockey sense, as opposed to a basketball sense. This is not the first time he sat on in interviews about potential players drafting. Although, no, I don't know why he would have ever draft a James Harden, but that's another story. So, it's not. Well, he didn't. He didn't draft everybody. James Harden. They they acquired James Harden via trade, but that's probably because yeah, Daryl Morey's his general manager, and Daryl Morey had uh, James Harden in Houston, so he probably vouched for him and said, "Oh no, no, no I got him. I got him. He's a great guy." And see, this is actually actually brings up a, a a good a good thing, right? We generally don't want our owners involved in too many things and have their hands in the cookie jar, so to speak, right? But but I'm I'm about this, you know. Um, more and more, we see these combust, highly combustible personalities, and more and more, I see more teams ruined by taking a chance on a highly combustible personality. And 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 this is just the nicest way I can say. But guys that fit into the Kyrie Irving. James Harden type ilk, what have you. And and it's not just NBA players. So to me, I hope, I would hope that an owner, okay, especially one that is considered as smart and as reasonable and 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 as and as down to earth, if you will, as Josh Harris is, and maybe that's more perception than reality. I don't know. That's just, you know, that's just the perception. Uh, and the little bit that I know, I would rather have that dude in on something to say, hey, I smell a little bit of a rat here. I I don't quite get a great feeling from Caleb Williams. And again, not to use him specifically, it could be somebody else. So in, in, in a yeah, way, I, I like this, you know? I like it too. And I think basically really what he was kind of doing was he was educating himself as to the process, as to how his staff was performing, as to how you, they evaluate somebody. And, you know, it's very possible they wanted him there. And they said, hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, come on. And, you know, what's to keep him from saying, well, you know, in Philadelphia when we did this, we did dot, dot, and dot. New Jersey when we did dot, dot, and dot. We did dot, dot, and dot. It worked out great. And then someone out says, oh, that's a great idea. Maybe, yeah, maybe we should think about uh, kind of, bringing that into our process or thinking about it that way too. We wouldn't have thought about that. So I think it's a good thing. I, I don't think he's just jumping off the yacht, coming down and picking a quarterback and then sailing back in his sailor suit to the Mediterranean. So in the words of William Shakespeare, <laughs> much ado about nothing. Thank but you, good Mark. sports talk radio. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. That's always good to hear from uh, Mark and Springfield always bring something to the table. By the way, uh, apparently the, um, uh, I'm just reading more on, on this, uh, Phillies, uh, thing um Aramark their food concessionaire did not provide sales totals for 2023 but in 2022 um they said one out of every three fans eats a hot dog at Citizens Bank Park 
or an average of 6,951 hot dogs sold per game. And they said it's enough to line Ashburn Alley, which is out in like left center field at Citizens Bank Park. Um, I'm, I haven't been there in a long time, but I, I'm pretty sure it's at left center field, if I remember correctly. Uh, five times the amount of hot dogs. So, I mean, just say 7,000 hot dogs on average. I mean, I don't know what 40-plus thousand people on dollar dog night would buy. I would imagine it's a lot more than 7,000 hot dogs, right? I mean, if they cost a dollar as opposed to $8? I would imagine you're going to sell more hot dogs, right? That's the whole idea? I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, politicians are upset about this decision by the Phillies. I mean, this is, a, a, a again, a common occurrence in minor league baseball and in the major leagues where, again, you struggle to sell tickets. Some people do it. All right. Uh, that's enough hot dog talk probably for the day. Rick Doc Walker is coming up in about 10 or 11 minutes in for Craig Hoffman. But first, when we return, it's the end of the month. It's sleep year. It's February 29th. That means instead of celebrating a dum-dum of the day, we celebrate a moron of the month. All right, just a minute or so to go in the radio program. Two minutes if we're being kind. It is time, instead of celebrating Dum Dum of the Day, which is our normal daily feature, at the end of every month, Matt puts together the uh, exceptional list that we come up with over the entire month, and we anoint someone the moron of the month. It's time for Dum Dum of the Day. All right, so again, this is the best of the best or the worst of the worst. This we got from the New York Post and from Reddit. Woman was supposed to get married 30 minutes or so before the wedding. Dana, as she was known, was getting married. And well, the wedding got canceled and things got crazy. Apparently, 29-year-old Dana Dana, was due to wed her high school sweetheart, 32-year-old Josh. Apparently, in the lead-up to the wedding, she had been acting like a bridezilla, ordering her uh, bridesmaids to order $2,000 dresses and uh, just was a general you-know-what. And apparently, she was really uptight that day. And so, about 30 minutes or so before the wedding, she was given space and time. And the bridesmaid walked into a room to find Dana having a quickie. What? With her groom-to-be's uncle. And then the groom caught them in the act. Could you imagine? Agreeing to marry somebody, which is a pretty big decision. And then having them boink! Your uncle! 30 minutes before the wedding. I mean, that has to be awful, but you have to at least maybe, maybe a month down the road, be thankful that it happened before. Uh, that's true. Yeah, it's true. Still got I wonder time to if they out. had meatballs and cocktail sausages at the uh, at the uh, happy hour, at the hors d'oeuvres. I know. mean, yeah, especially Johnsonville. <laughs> oh, and that puts an end to Moron of the Month. Congratulations, you're Chris's dum-dum of the day. I mean, she deserves it. 
She deserves it. Even though we don't know her actual full name, Dana, honey, bad, 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 man. Just don't let me find you. Woo. All right, Rick Doc Walker coming up next for Craig Hoffman, who's on his way back from the scouting combine in Indianapolis. Good job out of you guys on the phones. Great job out of Matty Ice as well. See you tomorrow at 1 o'clock right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Adios. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.